0: I think it looks quite interesting. It's mercifully short, obviously, for a moral thing. Just So Jables.
1: Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Just So Jables podcast, the remote podcast with me, Jables.
2: Me, our kid,
1: And myself, producer Ben. And whereabouts are you two?
2: We're in an undisclosed location on the south coast.
1: Wow, be- very mysterious. Yeah. Well, this is the Justice James podcast where we talk about a film and review a film that we're going to go and watch in the cinema, but we're not going to be watching the cinema tonight. We're not going to be watching a cinema tonight. We're not going to be no. watching it in the cinema tonight. We're going to be sat on our, on our, on our tushes, on our sofas. And um, what are we going to be watching, our can?
2: Werewolf finite. night. Indeed. Which well, came out probably about a month ago now. Yeah, it does look quite Halloween-y, so we're a little yeah. bit behind the curve, but hey.
1: Yeah. It'll be nice and easy for us to do it. So, yeah, if people want to get in touch with us, how are they going to do that? They
2: can. can jump on the socials. We are at Jables so on Facebook, Instagram and Twitter. They can email us, hello at JustSoJables.com. But because we're on holiday, we haven't actually checked the emails of late. So we will do that and make sure that we haven't missed anything. And the website is JustSoJables.com, where all of our links are. Including a link to retro reels, isn't that right, Jables?
1: There it is, a link to retro reels, yeah. Well, so is there anything changed on the retro reels side of it at the minute?
2: Just to say what we hope will be coming up in December, watch this space.
1: Excellent. Is it the the patter of tiny little green feet? Yeah,
2: potentially, yeah. So. yeah. We've, Ben's already done the theme tune, haven't you? Have you? Episodes ago. So to go, so yeah, okay. When we started talking about the potential film. So if you want to know what we're talking about, you're gonna to have to jump back to the Hopus Pokers 2 episode. <laughs> <laughs>
0: not now though. Keep keep listening to this one. <laughs> this one's gonna be amazing. Obviously. This one is gonna be amazing. Why is it gonna be amazing, Ben? Tell us what you're on about this week. I'm on about a South Korean film that we went to watch the other day whilst we're on holiday. Oh it was really? Called Decision to leave. So it's kind of uh what would you call it? Like a not a murder mystery, but it's got like a a policeman who's doggedly trying to figure out who murdered somebody, but kind of probably knows uh, that it's this woman who's perhaps murdered her husband in a mysterious way, but they can't really prove it. But she just keeps popping up places and it's a little bit weird. It's a little, how would you describe it? Not, not surreal. There are some slightly odd elements to it, but it's not your normal sort of police procedural. It's like police procedural with weirdness thrown in, in South Korea. Um, Set, set in modern times I'm trying to think what actually happens it was a long film is not it it's quite a long film but it's basically just it's not high energy it's not high action it's just a kind of slightly psychological slightly comic slightly sort of noirish investigation the way you're building up it sounds like it was slightly good as well <laughs> yeah no it was, it was <laughs> pretty not- good was, I mean you'd have to be in the mood what was oh. the name
2: of the director he's quite well known isn't
0: he so the director did Old Boy uh, okay and his name is Park Chan-wook. Yeah. I think Old Oldboy's probably the film we probably know him best for. Yeah, that's that's probably all I've got to say about it really. So we're keeping it a little bit tight this evening I think. So if you're in the mood for a little bit of world cinema but with police procedural stuff going on and some there's some quite funny scenes actually like there's, there's a bit where him and the, his sort of sidekick get drunk. And do weird stuff and there's there's, there's a few sort of like funny moments in it.
2: It's very visual as well particularly the last third of it there's a lot of aerial shots of the beach and there's bits that follow through the city and almost make that a bit of a character in it. I think if it was made in England or America it would have been much more like a black widow sort of thing and there would have been more twists. And it would have been a shocking ending. There wasn't really anything like that. It was quite slow paced, but enjoyable. Yeah.
0: So there was a bit of like chasing people through the sort of suburban city landscape, but in a very real way, like people, like little bits where people actually get tired during chases and they make bits of that. Oh, it um, wasn't all like parkour and no, <laughs> no not no, at all. Definitely no. not. No.
2: Like middle-aged people getting to the top of the hill going, hang on, hang on. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So quite. Quirky and quite funny, but also quite interesting. So, yeah, mm. some good characters, good actors. Cool. So what what are you on about, Jables? What am I on about? Well, thanks for asking, Ben, unprompted.
1: I had two fillings today. There you go. So the side of my face is sore. But uh, I am on about, what did I watch at the weekend? We watched Enola Holmes 2. Did you? We
2: were just talking about that. Yeah, it came up as a suggestion on Netflix
1: for us. Yeah, only came out on the 4th, I think it was, on the Friday. So, you know, we watched it. Um, I watched it with Catherine and kids, and uh, it was some something that we could all watch together uh, randomly. You've seen the first one, haven't you? I
2: have. Ben
1: hasn't. Okay. Um, I quite enjoyed it, actually. Yeah, it was it was quite good fun. It was kind of much of the same. Still had some of the annoyances from previous ones in, like, some of it's over... over the, I know it's supposed to be over the top, but some of it is very over the top. But I didn't feel like it was completely trying to push things in my face the whole time as well. I didn't feel bad after watching it, put it that way. What, I didn't for feel being like a middle-aged quite, white man? Yeah, for, I didn't feel like a bad person. Where it was good is is actually... It feel, felt like more of a mystery than a... Like, last time it was quite a lot of setup, wasn't there? There was a... You know, there was a tiny bit of mystery, but not really that much. You know, it was like, you know, this felt more of a kind of like Sherlock Holmesy type mystery, which is quite good. That, that, that was the, the most interesting parts were those parts where you were following the clues. And, yeah, it's over the top. But, you know, it was kind of like it was quite good fun like that. Yeah, it's getting yourself in stupid situations and bits and pieces. And you kind of going, well, that wouldn't happen. But, you know, it was fun. It took a weird turn in the middle where there was like a prison break. And it was almost like, right, we need an action sequence now. And there was like, and we all kind of like sat and looked at each other. We were like, what, what's happening right now? It was just so like off, off but it was almost like, well, while this action bit's going, we'll, you know, we'll go and get some drinks and, you know, just have a bit of chat. And it was like, that was done. And then it went back to the mystery. There was quite a lot more. Uh, it seemed like there was a bit more Henry Cavill in it this time, a bit more Holmes. The, the stories were a bit more intertwined you'll spot the kind of like you know the the twist probably like i did as well relative not early on it wasn't completely obvious but it was like yeah i can see what i know what they're gonna do uh with with the twist and um the story felt far-fetched but no it, it ticked the boxes it seemed to you know it's quite quite good fun you know we all, Kind of enjoyed it, and I'd I'd watch another. One. I didn't I didn't get out of it going. Oh right, thank, they're they're done now. I don't need to see another one. I'd watch another one to be honest. It was kind of like relatively harmless as well. So yeah, Nola Holmes too. What are you on about?
2: Well, I'm on about a series I watched on Amazon Prime last week called The Devil's Hour, which I think popped up three or four times when we were at the cinema last. Yeah. the Peter Paldy, yeah. Jessica Rain Nikesh Patel. It's a six-part thriller on Amazon Prime. I don't quite know how to explain it, really. It's got horror elements and sort of spooky elements. Jessica Rain plays a woman called Lucy, who every night or every morning she wakes up at 3.33 and doesn't really understand why. Her life is quite strange. She's got a son who doesn't really behave like a normal child. He doesn't really seem to have emotions and... Every so often she sees things in slightly different ways. She's in an office and suddenly all the flowers look quite different to how they looked a minute ago and then flash back. So it's sort of quite surreal. She's got a mother who's got schizophrenia and and will go off and she'll have to go and find her in different places. And it builds up really well. The first sort of three episodes we were quite entranced by, really. They were really good. few jump scares, but nice horror thriller sort of build up. We enjoyed it so much, we were kind of by the end of episode three saying, I hope they can stick the landing because this looks like it could go somewhere really interesting. And Peter Capaldi's in it a little bit for the first few episodes, but in a kind of flashback sort of way. And then he comes more into it later on. And I wouldn't say they they didn't stick the landing. It did end in quite a satisfying way. Not quite what we were hoping no. for it to be. But I definitely recommend it if you like. It, it was quite ITV, even though it's an Amazon Prime thing. It feels very much like one of those sort of slightly yeah. eerie ITV dramas. Was it Marchlands and Fairlight yeah. and those kind of things? And if you like those, then you'll definitely like The Devil's Hour. There were some kind of procedural elements and I wouldn't say it's time travel, but there are time shifts in it. So you see things happen as a premonition. You don't know if it's a premonition or if it's happening and it kind of jumps yeah. between things. So if you like those kinds of things, then I think you'll you'll enjoy it. Okay. So yeah, I'd was recommend it.
1: Did it did it have a, an ending that was setting up for a, a follow-up series or?
2: I don't think so. Very potentially, I think I don't think they've got a sequel ready but i think they might look at the numbers and pull something out of it it didn't end at all how ben and i thought it would end mm. that's not to say it was better or worse than how we thought but we were a little bit like yeah okay fair enough because there's a character that sort of suddenly isn't there. And I suppose they might take that character and make a sequel about mm. what actually their story really was. But it would be relatively tenuous. It could sit well as a self-contained <clears throat> series. Okay.
1: That's what you're on about. We're, we're all on about stuff, but we're going to be watching a film now and then we're going to be uh, giving you our reviews afterwards. And we're watching Werewolf by Night. What do you know about Werewolf by Night, Arkin?
2: Well, I watched the trailer this yep. afternoon. And that's the first time I've actually looked at anything about it at all. I know it was based on a comic, but it's a comic I've never read. I I didn't actually even look up who directed it, but I know it's got Guile Garcia Bernal in and Harriet Sampson in, two people I quite like, but I don't really know much of the other cast. It looked very much like a sort of homage to those old B-movie horror things. Yeah. But that's kind of all I got from it really
1: what about you do you know a bit more about it not that much actually I know that it's, it's directed by Michael Giacchino who is a mainly known as a composer he's done like the music for like Up and Ratatouille and Rogue One and All okay. Love and Plunder I don't see that he's um, directed much else, really. So I don't know if that's a mistake on IMDb, and I'm like absolutely getting mugged off here. I'm going to sound <laughs> like an idiot. well, you know, I love to look like an idiot, so it doesn't bother me that much. But um, I know, like you do, what the you know, the, uh, it's got that kind of noir, black and white style. It's a short film. I know a little bit about the production that it was going to be done as an hour and a half long kind of um Marvel film originally, and then it seemed to hit a few snags and I don't know if they knew where to position it and it kind of got cut down into this sort of uh I don't know it's almost like it's got a bit of you know when Tarantino was doing like Death Proof you know it's, it's like one of those style films done in a kind of B-movie style so this was like cut down to an hour and, and, and made for, for Disney Plus rather than any bigger release I don't know what characters are going to be in it I don't know if it's going to be setting up because it, you know, it seems to be like a collection of a uh, collection of monster hunters that are brought together to hunt a monster on a certain time. I don't know if they're going to be introducing any of the other Marvel monster hunters like Blade. Yeah, I know they're going to be doing a film for. Oh, who's the, the hunter guy in Spider Man? Remember the uh, Craven the Hunter? I don't know if they're going to be uh, introducing any of those characters as a you know like a way to fit them in just as always a small introduction so you know it might just be completely standalone this is what it is and it's you know one and done or there might be introductions for other characters uh i'll be interested to see where where it goes like that i'm looking to be interested actually it's hour long it's a bit different it's not going to spoil my life it'll be nice if it's interesting and yeah if it you know as long as it's you know just not completely generic and annoying which it doesn't look yeah i'm quite looking forward to something a bit different
0: what about you ben uh probably the same really i, I watched the trailer it's i'm not sure if the whole thing's black and white it looks like it is i think it looks quite interesting it's mercifully short obviously for a mole thing from my perspective <laughs> yeah. yeah i'm looking forward to it i think there'll be some some creepiness in it some creepy monsters and stuff that's always good so I'm, yeah just looking forward to it i think Good. What about I
2: you, I think- kid Yeah, same. I haven't got any expectations, really. So I, I think it's going to be just a bit of fun. Um, I might probably forget about it the minute I've seen it, but it might change my life. Who knows? Hmm.
0: Do you think it's going to be like they're all stranded. Some- it feels sort of, almost like, what do you call it, like a bottle episode, like where they're yeah, all yeah. stuck oh. in one place. Mm. Do you think they're going to contrive something where they, they all have to be in one place and they're all a bit like, what the hell are we doing here? I've got that kind well, of... Well, like,
2: it. A, like a n- and then there were none.
0: Yeah.
1: Of- Oh, I think so, yeah, like in a mansion type type yeah. scenario. We'll see what happens. I'm gonna go and uh pop some uh I don't know, soft chewy food so I don't hurt my fill-ins.
2: Oh bless and, uh, you.
1: And we will uh we'll we'll convene on the other side.
2: Yeah, we'll reconvene Maybe. in an hour.
1: In an hour? Yeah.
2: All right, <laughs> then see you shortly.
1: Yeah. Bye-bye. More... <laughs> me, 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 me who's going to say something oh you. you hello everybody we're back at our desks in my case on the sofa still in your case
2: yeah we haven't actually left so you haven't not moved at all. all have you not at all we even watched the film on the laptop so oh, we wow. didn't have to get up and link it up to the tv which the isn't much bigger than the laptop yeah the
0: tv's yeah. about the same size as the laptop <laughs> <laughs> ah
1: so we've just watched well we'll
2: fine nights and,
1: and I'm going to give you a quick plot synopsis. After the death of Ulysses Bloodstone, uh, who is a character from the Marvel comics of yore, five monster hunters are brought together to vie for the right to take the Bloodstone for themselves and become the leader of the monster hunters. They're with killing a monster, reclaiming the stone that's put to them, and from there, a paragon of entertainment ensues. I just made that off, off the top of my head. That's I think I'll just leave it at that. I think to, to, to say to start, it's been out a month. It's short. I don't think there's any harm in my in, in us spoiling it, but I would say if you don't want any spoilers, because we're going to talk about everything in it, it's an hour, it's less than an hour long, it's fifty-two minutes. So, you know, just watch it and then come back and and join in the conversation. So over to you, our kid. Tell me your thoughts and stuff.
2: Well, my thoughts, I'd say on the whole, I thought it was very good. But with one big caveat that I'll come on to shortly, I really liked the visuals of it. I liked how they, I liked that it was in black and white, but there was some clever little uses of colour. Around the bloodstone. Yeah, exactly. And then a little bit later on. Yeah, And I really liked that. There were a couple of times when they they used old things like little circles popping up in the corner Mm. like they used to. Yeah, yeah. um, To change the reel and stuff like that. I I don't quite know if I liked that or not, but it, it was kind of cute. And on the whole, I thought the visuals suited it really well. And I did like the story, it was quite a simple story, but I thought it yeah. was done well. I liked the dramatic twists and things that I thought they were quite fun. You could, Of course, you could see them coming, but that doesn't mean yeah. that they weren't fun and enjoyable. And I thought that the acting was really good. There was a dodgy Scottish accent thrown in there, but, you know, they looked the part. And so it didn't really matter. And I think, again, that was all sort of part of the fun. And I really yeah. liked the characters as well. I liked Jack, who was kind of the... It was Jack and Elsa who were the main sort of two characters. Yeah. In it. And I liked them. And the character called Ted, who comes into it a little bit later <laughs> on. The three of them, I thought, well, you know, they were really nice. I really liked them and I was, I was rooting for them. But I think that's all part of my reservation about it, really, which is I would have liked more development in the characters. I would have liked to have known more about everybody from earlier on, not just yeah. the three of them, but the other monster hunters. Yeah. Um, there was a little bit of introduction in it, but I would have liked to have had maybe some flashbacks or something as to who they were and, and how they came together. I know it that can go wrong. I know a lot of what was wrong with the first Suicide Squad film was that some of the there was so much of who the characters were that they forgot to add a story in, it, yeah. you know, in that. But I think that a bit more character development could have made it better. But as it was with this, it kind of felt like two thirds of a really good film for me. And I just felt like there was something missing a little bit. I know early on in the film, someone mentioned something about one of the hunters not earning their place there in the hunt and I felt a little bit like that could be said for the characters in general they they weren't fleshed out enough but it didn't really spoil my enjoyment of watching it I just would have liked it to have been a full feature standalone film there were no end credits that scenes you know there was nothing to suggest that it was linked to anything else there was a a little mention of the Avengers earlier on to sort of set it within the Marvel universe, but that, that could have lifted out. Couldn't it really? It was pretty irrelevant. So I think it could have been better by having more really. So, but that's quite a nice criticism to have of something, isn't it? That you, Yeah.
1: Like? I wouldn't even call it a, a criticism as such. It's just more what you wanted, I suppose. Yeah.
2: So yeah, on the whole, thumbs up from me. I think, I really enjoyed it, would have just like, liked more and then it would have got a double thumbs up. What about you, Ben? What say you?
0: Well, it's interesting this film is apparently loosely based on the promotion system of my previous workplace. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, it's okay, let's, let's I was gonna say, let's start with what I liked, which is sometimes how we, we format this. And I was trying to think of it that way. And it's like, what I liked about it was also what I didn't like about it because it's too short. Like I liked it, but I wanted more of it. So it's probably the same as you. I wanted more character development. I'd say it's not even really a film, is it? It's more like just a little vignette, isn't it? A, a little scenario that happens over the course of a, well, fifty odd minutes. it's kind of it's in real time, I guess. Yeah. Um, I'm also trying to decide if I wanted it or liked it to be in black and white. I think it worked, but I'm. I think it would also have equally worked without black and white. So I'm kind of just wondering why they went with that yeah those those little bits that they did to make it appear like it was a proper like cinema reel situation going on with the little flashes and the scratches and stuff i actually found those a little bit irritating mm. because the rest of the production of the of each scene was actually it was high quality and then they were trying to superimpose this low quality analog thing on top yeah. which didn't quite work for me but fine yeah i get get what we're trying to do it didn't annoy me too much i, I enjoyed it so yeah I think mostly for me it's like yes I, I did enjoy it I just wanted more of it and I wanted more to understand the characters stuff that I really did like I really liked Ted I, yeah. don't know if it makes
2: me I knew you'd like <laughs>
1: Ted
2: I knew it <laughs>
0: That's cool. do you know
1: who Ted is
0: no no idea
1: no is so a man thing is the, is the character it's basically a little it's basically like Marvel Swamp Thing it's called Man Thing. It was developed by Stanley and stuff in the past. Very similar kind of like storyline, but um, yeah, he is like an em- empathic kind of monster. He's got other powers as well that you don't don't see, but he's quite um yeah he's 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 been around a long time. There was a film in like two thousand and five, like a bad kind of like Marvel film. It's very much been one of those ones where they wanted to do Man Thing, and I think he was really cool in it. I liked it, but yeah, go on. You can obviously, you can make
2: coffee. Uh, <laughs> yeah, and
0: enjoys playing patience. So yeah, I like the humorous little bits. In terms of the acting, I thought it was all fine. Yeah, there wasn't a problem with that. It was just that, I'm going to say there were too many characters in it for the length. So there were just people in there who I didn't, I don't know if we even learned all of their names, possibly yeah. not, and then they just got killed off. And I was like, yeah, I, I think they should have just cut a couple of characters out and develop the characters that were there a little bit more. Um, but saying that, yeah, I did enjoy it. It was a bit of a change of pace. I'll give you a rating in a bit. What do you think, Jables?
1: Well, I actually really liked it. It was actually really good fun. I mean, it was a special presentation, so it felt like a short to me. So even though I'd have to say the same things, I'd, I'd like to have seen more, and I agree with that. For me, it didn't detract from it at all. I I thought about the same as you, like in in terms of flashbacks and seeing people's story. But I'd have just wanted to see it in a in a quick twenty second, thirty second flashback. I could have done with like a couple of shots of what they've done in the past, and that would have that that would have done for me. I didn't feel like I needed it fleshed out because it, it felt very self contained. It felt like they were trying to do something which was the old time presentation. It very much starts like like you know. The start of it could have been lifted from like a 60s kind of horror film. You know, I agree with you, like the dots in the in the corner, they looked fake and they were fake. But there was bits actually early on, kind of like zooming down towards the castle, uh, like the, the, the manor area, which, you know, with that slightly shaky model kind of feel to it and also like some of the visuals of all well, I actually really like that. It felt kind of like quite cute and old, oldy-worldy. I like that style. It's always tricky with black and white, I think, when they put black and white in modern films, because it's kind of too clear. Early on, it felt like the black and white was looked in an old style, but there was times later on, as as you said, Ben, it didn't didn't necessarily suit because the picture's so clear and the quality's so clear of stuff that it didn't necessarily need that. But I wasn't distracted at all by it. I actually quite like it when when the Bloodstone pops up, that it you know, it's very much that singular kind of point of colour. And it kind of like shines out from that later on. And I also liked at the end when there's like that Technicolour Wizard of Oz kind of bit, which looked like the old style Technicolour, which I quite like. It had that kind of sheen to it. Yeah, no, I I, I I really liked that. You know, even even so much like with the credits at the start, it felt like old style credits, didn't it? It was And, and like the, the animatronic, you know, the Ulysses uh, Bloodstone. Yeah, yeah, that
2: was funny.
1: <laughs> Which looked like it could have been lifted out of I don't know a, an an old film. In terms of her, like I really liked um, oh, what's it, uh, Elsa? She was in Outlander, wasn't she? What was Laura Donnelly? Yeah. Yeah, I thought she was really good. She totally but kept double-taking at times because she reminded me of Jessica Jones. Jessica
2: Jones, I know. I yeah. was exactly the same. She had exactly no. the same colouring and dress and everything. Just
1: yeah, which, yeah. you know, isn't a bad thing because, you know, I always liked Jessica Jones. So, yeah. yeah.
2: But there was um, a bit where she got, like, the, the Scottish guy, like, picked her up and, like, bashed her face against the concrete post three times, yeah. looked back at her and she's, she's perfect. Well, yeah, but you know, she had a smashed in nose and a broken jaw, and God knows what if that actually happens. And I didn't know if that meant something, like it gave her some sort of supernatural thing, or if it was just that she she's you know so rock hard she doesn't even barely scratch when she
1: hits something. Yeah, I didn't even really think about it too. I did think kind of the same at the time, but then afterwards I was like, yeah, I don't know. I, I I never read the. You know the uh, you look the, the Bloodstone comics, there was a like a <sighs> spin off Elsa Bloodstone comics as well. I th- and in the past, she was like a hyper sexualized kind of um, yeah, you know, I'm sure, I think it, yeah, but with like a bikini, yeah, then kind of things. But yeah, I like the hand, the guy that's the thing, I I like the, the hand <laughs> bow when he's using the hand, like yeah. you know, the little, little touches like that. A couple of little funny bits, that I, you know, I chuckled on, like you said. Ted popping up made me made me well. I say Ted Man thing popping up. Just the way that kind of transpired, yeah. you know, was quite funny. Um, so much like the old-fashioned kind of Wolfman in look and sort of feel, you know. Even I like the transformation with the you know the silhouette on the background and yeah, yeah. that was like almost a hammer type stuff, wasn't it? Yeah, I like that. I just like the look of him, but also I like that sort of the the old look, but with the the newer kind of movements. It's almost like if they made a film in the past, they had the same way of doing something, but it was still in black and white. It kind of had that, you know, it was just a nice sort of like mashup, which I quite liked.
2: A monster oh, mashup.
1: A monster mm-hmm. mashup. Very good. Very good. So yeah, no, I'd definitely give it a thumbs up. I'd like I'd like to see more actually. You know, I could have watched more, but actually it felt like a good for me, it felt like a good introduction. And I think it's almost nicer to have that and expand out of it rather than Throw everything at you and kind of like just bombard you with stuff.
2: I think I feel the other way about it. I would have rather have seen a more fleshed out standalone film.
0: Yeah. Well, so we've we'll given that.
2: thumbs up. What What do you say, Ben? Well,
0: I'm going to use a Cars out of films scale as usual. I'm mm. going to give it a smart roadster out of Cars out of films. Really? Yeah. It's quirky. It's small, but there's maybe a couple of little flaws with it. Small, self-contained. Okay. But I'd probably still have one. Okay, yeah, fair enough. It
2: wasn't yeah. really a calm moment, was there? Can't it really definitely say. wasn't the car moment. No,
1: no. I'd give it a B movie plus. There you go. Oh, very
0: good.
2: Yeah.
1: Thanks. Thanks. Nice.
2: Well, we haven't watched any trailers. Have you watched any trailers lately, or got any upcoming?
1: Well, I sent you that trailer for Troll. Oh Did yeah. You obviously watched. Did you watch this trailer? No. No. I good on you.
2: Sorry, but we'll watch that for next week for
1: sure. I quite like the look of it. I think it's going to be well. You know, I was a big fan of Troll Hunter. Yeah. When it came out, and it feels like it, almost like a bigger budget. It looks a bit Godzilla-ish, actually. If you watch it, you'll It looks. It looks dumb. It looks stupid. So you might quite like it. I think you should probably have a have a look at it.
2: Okay, we'll have um, a look at that for next time then.
1: Yeah, but uh, I'm guessing next week without you looking at it will be Wakanda Forever.
2: Yeah, next Yeah, next week. It's coming around, isn't it? I've seen some clips from it that have made me kind of go, eh, not sure. I don't think this is a spoiler because it's been fairly general clips that have been going around about them introducing Ironheart.
1: Yeah, in, yeah. You
2: know. And I'm a little bit like, meh, about that kind of introduction. Well, well, we'll
1: see. I, I was kind of guessing she's working in, like, the Wakanda technology program something to do with that which might be quite cool I'm, i don't have a problem with it well that's next week sorted if someone wants to get in touch and tell us what they think about werewolf by night or watch something else how should they do that any of the socials
0: twitter hopefully facebook instagram at just so jables hello at just so or just just so com. hit the website log on to it click through log it, onto so. the website yeah matches in the cloud. Well, enjoy the rest of your holiday. And we'll uh, be
2: back next week.
0: Yes. Bye. Bye, Jables. (laughs) Bye. Bye. Just
1: so
2: Jables.